Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Wednesday morning. Hope everybody is doing well and having a great day thus far. Of course, it's probably hard to have too much of a good day. Uh, we have been up uh, for too long, but uh, nonetheless, I hope it's going in the right direction. Uh, nonetheless, but uh, hope everybody is doing well. Let's see what we got watching this morning. We got Miss Amy Oaks Turner. Carolyn Kelly, Jerry Jerry Keller, how in the world did he get up this early? Uh, Terry Eric Webb, Angel Dixon, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Darlene Barker, Brandy Boyd Young, Tracy Little, and Jennifer Honeycutt. So a lot more than that watching, but that's all the names that I see. So appreciate you guys and gals for tuning in and getting your day going right and uh, and supporting this ministry and appreciate you guys truly do. All right, my friends, at this time, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges we get to say each and every morning. Hello, Mike Kinsley. Appreciate you tuning in, my friend. But, uh, of course, now it's time for my news and comment, as Paul Harvey would say. Uh, you know, of course, you know, the uh, uh, we have leadership that is lacking in so many ways. You know, I, put a, I made a little video put on there yesterday of, uh, of Kamala Harris. How in the world this woman was ever a pro- prosecutor? Prosecutor. <laughs> and her, uh, it just... It's unbelievable. I mean, she talks on a fourth grade level. And, uh, of course, then again, you may be looking at me and say, well, you ain't much better. Well, you know, <laughs> but it's just the fact that, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 I don't know if you want to call it a gaffe, but uh, her rambling about the passage of time, you know, it's just like, what is she even talking about? Somebody said, maybe the teleprompter was messed up, and because she kept saying it over and over, maybe, maybe it was messed up, because she can't think on her own, obviously. And then when he asked about the, uh, between what was going on between Russia and Ukraine, how she gave this sophomoric answer of, uh, well, Russia's a bigger uh, country, and Ukraine is smaller, and it's on the border, it's just, it's, it's just, it's mind-boggling, you know. And then we got Zelensky, who is fighting for his life and his people's lives in Ukraine. We got a president who's riding around his bicycle at the beach. Uh, you know, we have this racist nominee for our Supreme Court judge. There's no other way to put it. I mean, she's there for no other reason based on race and sex. I mean, there's just, I mean, he, Biden has said that. He wanted to put a black female on the Supreme Court just so they can say they have the first one. Uh, and uh, uh, it's, it's just, you know, of course, if you say that, you're racist. No matter how you look, present it, those on the left are going to call you a racist. And now there's this uh, threat of nuclear option that um, Russia is putting out there. 
and uh, it, it may happen. I don't know. I, you know, I can't say that it won't or will. They may use some sort of chemical warfare. They're already saying that where the ground is thawing out there in Ukraine, that the tanks, that's one thing that uh, Russia was using their, their, to their advantage is because those tanks could go across that frozen ground. Well, now that it's thawing out, they're sinking. The weight of that is sinking way into the mud, and they can't uh, uh, move very much. So where Putin has demonstrated a loss of um, mental capacity, uh, it is uh, very likely he may use uh, chemical warfare. But it's very interesting, though, I still don't understand the hate towards uh, uh, President Trump. I really don't get it. Uh, I've said, you know, the man done nothing but promote this country. He uh, uh, helped uh, protect uh, and supported Christianity. Uh, he put the welfare of this nation uh, first. Uh, he tried to protect our borders. I don't get all the dis the disparaging. I don't get it. I don't understand. I was watching a video yesterday. And they had pictures of Mao and Chavez and and all the and Stalin and said uh, uh, you know uh, and, and people would say Trump killed more people and they were like he killed more people than Stalin yes said, how and the guy wouldn't really give a half coherent response and it's just I don't get it and you look on Twitter and they're actually uh, defending uh, Biden and saying he's doing a great job I don't get that either <laughs> I mean I'm thinking. Are you seeing the same things I'm seeing? Am I missing something here? You know, I, I don't get it. I don't know. But uh, hello, Rusty. But uh, speaking of uh, mentally ill, it's Rusty's watching. <laughs> no, I'm teasing Rusty. You know that. But um, it's crazy, man. I mean, it's absolutely crazy uh, what we're seeing right now and what's going on in our current events. Like I said, every morning I wake up and I cringe just to... Well, I'm going to see this morning, you know, what's going to what's going to be on television. But, um, you know, of course, one thing that was on this morning is very sad. Uh, this 18-year-old uh, girl is at the Walmart, and they got a video of a man they think kidnapped her, and the brother is on her pleading uh, to get her back. And uh, it just uh, we live in such an evil world. That's why I, I beg my daughter to please be careful. I think she thinks because she's 18 that, uh, uh, you know, she's – She's kind of naive at the, to the dangers that are out there, and it makes me a nervous wreck. That's why I cover her and my son in prayer every day. Just It just uh, drives me insane as to what can happen. That's why I sent her a, a little meme yesterday, and it said uh, uh, what your dad thinks when you don't text back immediately or call back immediately. It showed a car wreck. It showed uh, uh, a kidnapping. It showed a, a woman in quicksand up to her neck and her head. And uh, uh, I forgot what the other one was. I mean, because that is, that's every bad scenario is running through my head. <laughs> she don't call or text back uh, within a reasonable, what I consider a reasonable time, which means within, which me really means immediately. <laughs> so, but that's just me. So, but I, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another. To love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You know, that's one reason why these uh, morning devotions, I think, are so important. Uh, and, and one reason why I do it, like I say, I don't have to do this. You know, it's not in my job description. I don't have to do this, or, and, but I want to do it. I feel compelled to do it uh, because and I appreciate you who uh, support this ministry. And are willing to get up early enough to watch. And I do hope that it is encouraging. And I do hope it's something that helps get your day started in the right direction. 
uh, because we need this. You know, just as we're reading here, we need to uh, have, uh, not only is, can we uh, take this and, and put it towards uh, a church attendance, which is very, very important. And as I've said before, it is um, it's, it's, it breaks my heart to see the lack of, uh, of attendance uh, like I've never seen before. And it's not just at our church. It's, uh, I've, I've talked to numerous pastors who are, whose attendances are way down, um, way down. Of course, a lot of people use COVID as a solid excuse as to why they uh, don't attend. And we had several deaths at our church as a result of it. So that freaked people out even more. And so they, they use an excuse not to come. And uh, but we need that assembling together with like-minded believers. We need that, just like we need this every morning. We need this daily encouragement to lift each other up, to spur each other on. You know, I know that I don't always talk with the type of finesse as a lot of preachers. I've literally had people look at me and say, "Well, you don't talk like any preacher I've ever met," because I just I'm just myself. You know, maybe I put myself out there too much. Maybe I'm a little too real. Maybe there's things that I can hold back on and and not express like I do. But that, to me, that's a disservice. And to me, that's presenting myself as something that I'm not. Um, I'm not going to act like I, I'm not going to put on a facade. I'm not going to put on airs. I'm not going to be something to try to act like I'm holier than everybody else. I, you know, I just I. Um, I'm just who I am, you know, I, I, that's just the way it is, and you like it or not, I mean, you know, I'm kind of like a Volkswagen Beetle, uh, you know, either you look at them and you really like them, or you hate them, you know, there's not a lot of in-between with a Volkswagen Beetle, I love the old, I have, I've had uh, several uh, uh, early 70 models uh, Beetles that uh, one in particular I restored and fixed up, my first car was a 65 Beetle, I always enjoyed them, always liked them, that's why I learned to drive on, but Either you like them or you hate them, you know, and uh, I guess that's kind of what I am. I guess I am the Volkswagen Beetle of pastors. You either like me or you hate me. I mean, just there's not a lot of in-between. But, you know, the thing of it is, the reason why I I try my best, of course, I learned from the from the uh, master Jedi himself, uh, my dad, but he was always real. You know, he's no different to pulpit. He was at home, and I always respected that. You know, I, I knew pastor's kids whose dad presented themselves one way, and then at home they were just complete opposites, nasty, horrible individuals. And that's one reason why they were in the world and uh, drug addicted, alcoholics, and everything else. But... One reason I put myself out there is because I, I use that as, 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 a, as a tool or a hope uh, to help encourage you so that you'll understand that you're not alone, that even, the, uh, even somebody who's been called to be a pastor, again, I'm just a man. I'm a sinful man who just, just the, the Lord had just called to preach. And like I said, I've told you many times, I don't have a clue as to why he would want me. There's people out there far more intelligent, more eloquent uh, than I could ever be. But for whatever reason, the Lord has called me to be a pastor. But I want to encourage you. You. And, and, and that's something I want you to do is to encourage one another. You know, if you read this morning's uh, devotional that I uh, put out there, uh, one of the things it's talked about is the importance uh, of men in small group settings. And likewise with women, you know, so, you know, you can have, I've talked to people, you know, and I said, do you read your Bible? Do you pray? And, um, and they may say, yeah, but we do a couple's devotional and that's fine and good. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And that may, will only help uh, and um, uh, strengthen the bond relationship within your marriage. But you need that. Not only do you need that quiet time by yourself, just you and God, but it's good to get with those of the same sex because I just, as, as I put in that post this morning, you know, men, you know, 
we can share each other's struggles, we understand. You know, there's a lot of things with us about men that women don't get. Now, I know if you talk to a woman, they, they would say that uh, men aren't that hard to figure out. And that's true. If you uh, give us a little food, a little loving, and somewhere to sleep, we're, you know, we're pretty much, you know, we're a recliner. You know, we're, that's about it, you know. And uh, a lot of times women are wondering, wonder what he's thinking. Be honest with you, ladies, there's not a lot going on up there. It's just, uh, you know, wonder what's on television and uh, when is the weather going to be nice enough where I grab my motorcycle. That's really about the extent of There's not a real in-depth <laughs> area of, of, of understanding sometimes with men. Women, you, you ladies are a little complex. Men are still scratching their heads after uh, thousands of years and still trying to understand uh, what's going on and how to approach you ladies. But... Um, uh, Nonetheless, you know, it's good for men to get together. There's one reason I put on there that uh, we encourage the men's prayer breakfast. It's good to have that small group setting where men can share because a lot of times there may be issues that men may be dealing with that uh, they don't feel comfortable talking to their wives about or, or another female about. And, and so it's good for men to get together and help strengthen that bond. And likewise with the women's brunch. That's why we encourage that so they can get together. There's things that they may want to discuss that they don't feel comfortable discussing in front of their significant other and that men wouldn't understand. And, and it strengthens that bond with women. Why do we do that? We're doing this to, uh, to strengthen not only our bond with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, but to encourage one another and to help us in our pursuit in spiritual growth. And that's why we're doing these things, because we want to get closer to Jesus Christ. We want to shed those old selves. We want to shed those things that are hindering our walk with Christ. And so that's why we get together. That's why this verse is very significant. And when it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another and to love and to good works, neglecting meet and not neglecting to meet together as the habit of some. Because that's the problem. Too many neglect uh, that time together with like-minded believers. You know, you've talked to a lot of people and say, do you go to church? And um, what are they going to say? Oh, I talk to the big man every time I go hunting or go fishing or something like that. Well, that's fine and dandy. Of course, personally, I think it's a little disrespectful to refer to God as the big man, but some people, that's how they refer to him as. But, uh, you know, that's fine and dandy. You know, uh, I've told you before when I was running or if I'm out doing riding a motorcycle, a lot of times I'm, I'm just talking to the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that. But you still need to be with like-minded believers. Stone sharpened stone. You know, what do you do when you have a, a knife or, a, you know, or, or if you're like me, I have a collection of swords. You know, you have a, a whetstone and, you're, and that's how you, you go against that and you sharpen each other. We help keep each other accountable. Accountable, not cannibals. Right? I don't want you all to be keeping each other as cannibals, but accountable uh, in our, our actions and deeds as Christians. Because it's very easy to get off on the wrong path and it's very subtle and the devil knows how to work very easily for to view images and things that we shouldn't be viewing or having discussions maybe language that are coming out of our mouth that we shouldn't be having and it helps us stay together you know that's when you have a fellow brother or sister in Christ Jesus that you can have a uh, you know that you know you can call and say hey I'm struggling with this you know pray for me you know you can't do that with somebody in the world you know as I've told you all many times when I was before I ever became a pastor when I was having problems with depression or anxiety what did my friends say oh you need to go have a drink you need to loosen up that's their idea inversion of getting help which if what they don't understand is that particularly if you are a person who's dealing with depression alcohol only exasperates you know, exacerbates uh, that issue and makes it worse you know so it doesn't help anything at all but with jesus christ we get the answers we get the prayer that's why we can go out there and 
and put on social media or talk to somebody one-on-one and say, hey, I need prayer. And when you have these people coming together in a force and praying, man, it, it, it changes things. It makes things work. It makes things happen. When you're together with other people in the church, you understand you're not alone in what your struggles are and what you're going through. And who knows what the pastor may be saying that God is using him to, to for you to hear at that point in time. I don't know how many times I've spoke. I don't know how many times Dad spoke that we've had people come up to us and, and say, I know you were talking about me. And and uh, and we had no don't have a clue what they're even referring to, what they're talking about, and but it's just God uh, using us as uh, as a as as a vessel uh, to get His word out to help somebody with whatever they're dealing with, but particularly and in this last part here, I think is, is very important. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Guys and gals, I think, you know, as we as discussing in our current events at the beginning of this, uh, it's no uh, mistake or no, or I shouldn't say mistake, uh, no, um, how's the best way to put it, um, uh, it'll take an Einstein <laughs> to see that we're in the last days, all right? I mean, uh, the end is drawing near, and the devil's pouring out his wrath like never before. I've never, you know, the, the amount of, I've seen uh, several pastors who's uh, they've lost their their children uh to different circumstances uh I, and the attacks on pastors and their families uh the attacks on christians we're seeing a falling away uh, you know as i said before in the church the lack of attendance uh, attendance i think in these last days we're seeing that falling away uh like never before and people are just losing interest i think that wheat and the and the tares are being sifted to a certain extent and because of the devil knowing his time is drawing to a close he is he is going crazy trying to pull us down as much as he can. Now remember, uh, the devil is not uh, omnipotent. He's not omnipresent. He doesn't know everything, and he can't be everywhere. And that's why he sends out his hordes of demons to torment us and to uh, try to bring us down. That's why we have to be strong in the Lord, the power of his mind. That's why we need to have those good that base of good Christian friends and family that we can lean on and talk to and, uh, and have our church family there. It's very important and it's vital to our Christian walk. And so, my friends, that's what I'm trying to tell you today, to be an encourager to some Somebody else, you know, it doesn't take much to look on Facebook and see if somebody is struggling with something and try to encourage them. You know, sometimes it, there's a, it goes a long way when you read God's word. It says, esteem others better than yourself. It's so easy to focus on your problems, so easy to focus on your fears, your depression, your anxiety. You know, when you have to, when you're focusing on somebody else, you don't have time to focus on yourself. And so that's, but now there's some out there that are Debbie Downers. You know, there's some people you, you're just, you're, you're th- casting pearls before swans, so to speak. And uh, because there's some people out there you can say man what a beautiful day yes last time the sun shone that's when my dog died i mean you just have some people out there you know it don't matter what you say you know if you ever seen that saturday night live skit of debbie downer you know they could be everybody's laughing and having a good time just like yesterday i posted a little thing on her i thought was funny here come a couple of debbie downers well there are children out there that are blah blah and i was like uh Jeez, my gosh, people lighten up, you know, just laugh a little bit, you know, but you have this, uh, these people that just, they suck the fun, it's like sucking oxygen out of a room, you know, it's like, what is wrong with you, just enjoy life a little bit, you know, but they want to make everything miserable, so there's some people you've got to be aware of that no matter what you do, they're just, they're just Debbie Downers, anyway, but there's a lot of people out there 
any little encouragement. There's some people out there who just need a, a scripture shared or saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. We need to encourage each other, build each other up. If you see somebody struggling, somebody hasn't been in church in a while, call them, check on them, pray for them, reach out. We need to encourage and build each other up like never before. And uh, because we are in these last days and the devil's trying hard to get to your, your mental and emotional state like never before. The affairs of the heart like never before. He's trying to destroy uh, the nuclear family like never before. Guys, we have to start standing up as Christians. We got to pick up the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, and we got to start fighting back. We got to start pushing forward and quit just laying down and taking stuff. We've got to be those encouragers and we got to help our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. So when, whether it's my church, or any other church that you may be attending that you're watching that has a men's prayer group or a women's brunch, go to that. You know, it's important. It's vital. And when church is there every Sunday morning, you need to be there. All right? You need to be there. And quit making the excuses. Well, I'm tired. I'll go next week. I'm telling you right now, every time you say I'm tired or I've got plans, I'll go next week, Guess what? The devil's going to make a, a help you and make you a million excuses because when that next Sunday comes, oh, I forgot about this birthday party. Oh, well, I'll go to church next Sunday. And before you know it, a year's went by, two years went by, and you're thinking, wow, I've been churching a long time. You know, that's how the devil works. It's subtle. It's slow. And before you know it, you're out of church. You wonder why your life is in chaos. My friends, the time is drawing near, and it's time to get our hearts right where we need to be. We need to build each other up. Let us stay strong, and let us serve the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. So let us pray. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be encouragers. Lord, help us to be bold. Help us to be strong. Help us to serve you well. Lord, for anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray with all those who are watching this morning. Lord, I don't know what they're going through, what they're dealing with. And Lord, I pray that you encourage them today, that you will strengthen them, that you give them peace, help them, guide and direct them, give them discernment, give them understanding. Lord, I pray that you be with them, that you will lead and watch over, protect them this day, be with our kids and as they're going to school and work, out and about, keep them safe and well, Lord Jesus. Be with this young lady we saw on the news this morning, Lord, that was kidnapped. And Lord, I pray that she will have a safe return. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Troy Hood. I pray that you'll be with Ron Thompson, Tony Peters. I pray that you'll be Larry and Donna Knight and so many others who have offered up prayer, prayer requests. And uh, a little boy named Braden, Lord, that you'll bring healing upon him. And Lord, I pray that you will guide us this day and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, guys and gals, I appreciate y'all watching this morning. And uh, hello, oh, Darling says I'm... Very grateful you do this, Doc. Well, thank you, Darlene. Terry Hudson, good morning, and thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Oh, and don't forget, tune in tonight at 7 o'clock for our Wednesday evening service. Thanks for watching.